Welcome to the Be You Today Show. I'm your host, your girl, Pastor Yvette. Get ready to be you. Not tomorrow, but today. To God be the glory. What's up, people of God? It's your girl, Pastor Yvette, with the Be You Today ministry moment. As always, ready to stir you and launch you into your true identity and get the revelation of heaven to find out who we really are. Turn your radio up, people of God. It's time for us to hear from the Father on today. And today, our ministry moment will be coming from Psalm 133 and 1. And it reads, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Glory to God. Turn your radio up, people of God. And I need you to declare over the airways, be unified be unified you all hear me say this all the time the word be is to live to thrive in a place to come into existence i need you to live to thrive in a place of unity the state of being joined a state of being unified a place or a state of being whole, coming together, linking up, holding tight. And I need you to declare, I will be unified. Glory to God. It's so amazing how we see so much division, not just in the church, but in the world, you know, in in relationships, in your house, in so many different things. And one of the things that I want us to understand today is that in order for us to walk out unity, we need to recognize what the opposite of unity is, which is division, and where that division comes from. The division comes from our adversary, Satan, not your mama, not your daddy, not your kids, not your brother, not your spouse, not your friend, not your boss, not the pastor, but it is rooted and orchestrated by Satan himself. You say, well, how, where did you get that from? Let's peel back the pages back to Genesis because the first thing that the enemy does, one of the first plans and plots that he throws on the earth is the plan of division because we find that in Genesis, Adam and Eve, they're having full, join, whole, commune with God. But then here comes the devil. Y'all know the story. He comes and he perverts and he twists what God has told them to cause division between the relationship between humanity and God by telling Eve, God ain't really say you was going to die. Go ahead and eat the fruit, girl. Go ahead and do your thing. She listens to him then give what she has eaten and digested to her spouse. Now we got an issue with the community, I mean, or the communion between humanity and God because we know the story. Then they get separated from the Garden of Eden. And then watch this. Before that even happens, God goes and asks them like, yo, where y'all at? What y'all done done? And the first thing Adam says is that woman you gave me, Boom, there it is. The first thing the enemy will try to do is separate or divide you and your relationship with God to then cause the seed of division to matriculate into every other relationship that you got. Because literally what we see is we see him trying to cause a division between the relationship between man and God to then cause a division between husband and wife to then cause a seed to be deep rooted into 
humanity to cause division in your house. You said, where do you get that from? Because now here you see, here you see the seed is being uh, planted in Eve to cause division in her relationship. Now the seed is matriculated down to her husband to cause division in the marriage. And now you see once they, they get uh, kicked out of Eden, which is causing division from where they should be in their purpose and their destiny. Now you find they go and have Cain and Abel. And now the same seed has caused division between two brothers. Glory to God. Watch what the enemy has done we got to get from a place where we're blaming each other why there is no division but if we peel this onion back we'll see where the corporate where this thing really comes from and this is why I love Psalm 133 and 3 I mean 133 um, verse 1 because it says is you got to check this thing out behold means to look to see how good is a good thing is a pleasant thing for brethren mankind to dwell together in unity to be as one there is power in unity. We have to understand this. And the enemy do not like the power that's produced from being in unity. You say, well, where do you get that from? Because in Acts, the Bible says, and then they were on one accord. When they were on one accord in unity, came together, then the power of the Holy Ghost came. I come to encourage you today to get it right with your spouse, to get it right with your daughter, to get it right with your family members, to get it right with your pastor, to get it right with your friends, because the enemy knows the moment that you walk in unity, there's power. There's power that comes that causes us to live a life of power and understanding of God. It's so important that we understand that. Watch this. First Peter 3 and 8 says, finally, all of you be like minded. Be sympathetic. Love one another. Be compassionate and humble. One of the reasons that, that we cannot come together in unity is because we don't have humility. You said, what are you talking about? First Peter 3 and 8, the opposite of humility is pride. When you got to be first at everything, you got to control everything. You can't get along with nobody. You want to be seen. When I think about the pride and wanting to be seen, I think about the Tower of Babel. Watch this. This is so interesting because the people came together as one. Watch this. They came together in unity, right? But because their motive was messed up. Watch this. They came together in unity. They built the Tower of Babel. And they got this tower so high because of the unity that they had. They had power to construct this massive construction. But when God looked down and he saw their heart, he said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm about to confuse their language. No, they're working together for the wrong thing. Don't let the enemy cause you to work together for the wrong thing. You got to have a humble heart and be compassionate put on compassion when you when you read scripture this is why it's so important y'all hear me say this all the time it's so important to read your bible genesis to revelation so that you understand by the time now i'm about to take a, a sidebar but by the time you get to church and your preacher and your pastor and your bishop and your apostle and your prophet is is preaching the word of god when you say amen is because you come into an agreement of something you've read and you've already talked to god with you gotta read your word now I'm going to come back. But it's so important, people of God, for us to have compassion because where I was going is that when you read your Bible, you see all through scripture as Jesus walked, 
He had compassion for the people of God. If you're going to walk in unity, you can't buck on everything. No, this is the reality. We all not going to agree on things. Why? We all was raised in different environments. You got a lot of different people that were raised certain different ways. They did things a certain different way. But if you have compassion and you love one another, you are able to come together to a place where you can actually walk together. There's so many. Listen, people of God, we have to be unified and we got to understand the power of this unity because this is a reality. In the modern day church, there is so much division. It stems from pride. Pride is birthed into a spirit of competition. I think I'm better than you. I can do this better than you. Instead of taking on our own gifts and mastering our own gifts. This is what the whole be you ministry is all about. Be you. Stop comparing yourself to everybody. God created you to be authentically you. And y'all hear me say this at the end of the broadcast every time we come on. That the only way the anointing can flow through you at its maximum potential is when you are being you. When you're not being you, you begin to compare yourself with everybody else. If you compare yourself with everybody else, then there's no way you can walk in this thing called unity. Stop comparing yourself and be yourself. The Bible says there are many parts, but there's one body. That's 1 Corinthians 12 and 12. He says, just as a body, though it's one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. It's okay for you to be different and still come together to be one. Imagine my fingers arguing with my arm. Imagine my arms arguing with my, my, my leg. Imagine my nose arguing with my ears. No, we got to walk in unity. We got to do this thing together. We have to do this thing together. If we don't do this thing together, then the enemy has been able to take ground. But the first thing I want you to assess when it comes to unity Assess your relationship with God. Is there oneness? Is there momentum in your relationship with God? Are you unified with the Father? Or are you doing your own thing? Saying you, saying you love God. Watch this. Because we declare my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, he your Savior, but is he your Lord? Because see, for him to be your Lord, you do what he tell you to do. That's how you become one. That's how your relationship with God begins to grow. Check your relationship with God. Are you unified? Because I guarantee you nine times out of ten, if you are not unified with Christ, you're going to have a hard time being unified with man. Let me make this plain. If you're not unified with Christ, you're going to have a hard time being unified. With your spouse. If you're not unified with Christ. 
You're going to have a hard time serving in your local church, being unified with the body of Christ. It's time for us to get on one accord so that the power of God can resonate on the church. You ever wonder why people go over to to foreign countries to get delivered or they go to different churches to get delivered or they get they go different places to get the thing that they need because there's division and schisms in the church but it's got to start with us as an individual making sure that our relationship with God is one whether you're an apostle whether you're a pastor whether you're a teacher whether you're a prophet or whether you're just serving at the door on the church whether you're serving as a deacon, whether you're serving as a Sunday school teacher, you got to make sure that your relationship is one with God before you can go and serve in oneness so that there is unity in the church. People of God, I need you to be unified. Go get it right with your people. Go apologize and forgive them. God says, if we confess our faults, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Now go forgive your people so that you can be unified. Listen, people of God, the only way this anointing is going to flow, unless you be you. It's time for you to be you. To God be the glory. You've been listening to the Be You Today show with Pastor Yvette. Listen for a complete broadcast. Download the podcast Be You Today on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Also, link up with me on my website, www.ycministries.com. That's www.ycministries.com. Also on Facebook, that's YC Ministries. Listen, plug in with me every week on Praise.